Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I will start just by telling you what Greg and I were talking about, and that is that Greg has been talking about these books that you can get from Audible, and they're quite good, uh, at least the ones I've, if, at least the, when I read them in uh, Talking Book, uh, they had a lot of short stories at one time. It's about a private detective who, who lived during Roman times, named uh, Falco, I believe his name is. And uh, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, he has a mistress named Bethesda, which is kind of funny because here in Maryland, there's a, there's a town called Bethesda. And yeah. Of course, in the in the Bible, there's a pool called Bethesda, yeah. uh, which is where the town got its name. So anyway, this guy solves crimes, and it's quite very well done. Very interesting. It's set in Roman times, and uh, you might like it. So I'll put it in the notes next week. Perhaps I was going to wait. I was going to put it in this week, but I was trying to find some other things. I was trying to find a good Roman history book in case anyone wanted one. Well, I couldn't find one on Bard. Um, so then I looked, then I've, what I'm going to do next is look on Bookshare. But uh, I, th- I, think, I think I have one from Bookshare, so I'll check that out. Also, um, there, is a, there was a very good historical novel on when we had cassettes, you know, back when we had talking books on cassettes. It was, now, my wife is not a big fan of Roman stuff or historical novels either. But she came home from work and I was reading this novel. I had just started it. And this was golly, this was 20 years ago, I guess. I don't know. She got interested in that thing and we started listening to it. And like it would be nine or 10 o'clock at night. And that thing would say, this book is continued on the next cassette. And we'd like, no, we want to hear more. But, you know, we knew we had to go to bed because we both were working at the time. And we just, we could hardly put that book down. And that's, that's how good a book it is. Uh, it's called The Lost Legion, and it's by J. Werner Munn, but I cannot find it in Bard. I think what I might do is call the library system just to see if it is still around. Nobody wants to fool with cassettes, though. I don't. So uh, we'll see. You know, I'll ask them about it anyway. I'm su- I guess they're trying to put all this stuff on Bard, and they just can't get it all on, you know. Yes, Carla. No, it's Nancy. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I Claudius is a good one too, I think. Oh, I I Claudius is excellent. And I noticed I looked in Bard and I saw I could not see I Claudius, but I saw Claudius the God, which is the next book in the series. If Claudius the God is on there, I Claudius should be on there. Oh, yeah, it's I, I have it. I have it. Okay, it's so it is on there. And that, by the way, that's by Robert Graves. And that's right. a that's quite a good book. Uh that was on Masterpiece Theater. You know, when they used to have Masterpiece uh, television mm-hmm. uh, theater, it used uh-huh. to be on Sunday night. That used to be on, that was on there for about eight or nine or 10 weeks. And it's, uh-huh. it's quite good. Okay. What was the name of the book you said about um, that you and your wife were? It's, it's, called, it's called The Lost Legion. And it's mm-hmm. by J. Werner Munn. Werner, I guess, is W-E-R-N-E-R. And then Munn, I think, is M-U-N-N. Might just okay. be MUN. I'm going to check into it again because it's it was really good. I mean, it had it had anything you'd ever want in a novel. It had love. It had violence. It had, you know, and it was quite a good story. And it it was very true to 
very true to Roman things. I mean, it was exactly like what you would have if you really were in ancient Rome. And I think it's set during the reign of Claudius or Caligula. I don't know, somewhere back there. Um, and I'm trying to think those ones Greg was talking about when they are set. I want to say they're set in the Ciceronian period. I want to say, but I could be wrong. Seemed to me a talk about Cicero at some point. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll work on that for next week a little more because we're going to be starting to talk about Roman Civ and Roman history and all that kind of stuff. There is a good book on Bookshare that I have. I don't, I'm not using it for this course, but it's a good book if you want to just read it for fun. And it's called, please forgive me, I'm not calling you this, it's called Latin for Dummies. <laughs> it's that series, you know, they have a whole bunch of those mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah for dummies, whatever it might be internet for dummies or uh you know all kind of things uh, that they have but they, they have this one called latin for dummies and it doesn't go into tremendous detail but it goes it's pretty much like what we're doing here and it goes mm-hmm. i know why you couldn't find the file it's by lindsey davis Lindsay, lindsey oh, davis wrote it lindsey davis is excellent is, is she I wrote it that's, that's, yeah, that's, she, that's, oh that's why i couldn't find it okay then stephen saylor writes about another detective okay. didn't mean to bother didn't mean to interrupt no 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 thank you you found it's on is it on bard then i looked i looked on i looked on bookshare it's on it's, bookshare okay yeah, yeah the, book. the silver pigs is the first uh, in the series oh but okay guys yeah, so if you get bookshare if you all get bookshare and in maryland we can get bookshare for free because we're in that uh, pilot program for the e-readers. We can get Bookshare free in Maryland. So if you want, call them up and, and sign up. And you can download it and read it on your Victor Stream or on your Amazon lady. Um, you can read it on there now. And some of these books on Bookshare now are being read with human voices. I don't, I don't know if these are or not, but Lindsay Davis. Okay, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. I will I will take note of that. Next week, we'll give you some full information on, on some of these books. Anyway, um, let's talk about the weather. Now, by the way, I may and Tom Kaufman may lose our connection because supposedly we're going to get storms today. Uh, we had a tiny bit of thunder. So if you suddenly if I suddenly disappear, that's what happened. But so far, so good. Okay, weather, quies tempestas hodie is our question. Quies tempestas hodie. Who can answer that question? Quies tempestas hodie. What is the weather today? Quies tempestas. What is the weather today? Mm-hmm. What is the weather today? All right, and what is the weather today where you are? <laughs> uh, um, Ventus Perflat. Once again. Ventus Perflat. Ah, Ventus Perflat. Okay, yes. Ventus, Ventus Lentulus Perflat. We have a gentle wind here, probably. Not, not real hard yet, although we may. We may get a hard one. Um, S, uh, what else? Who else can tell me a weather where you are? Quiet tempestas. Hmm? Colada or Colada? Colada. 
Kalada est. Kalada est. Yeah, Kalada est. Kalada est hic quoque. Also hot here, too. Kalada est. Or you can just say est. Uh, Kalada est or kalet. You can say it either way. Kalada est or kalet. Uh, also, known um, pluit, known pluit hic. It's not raining here. Said. Uh, uh, said pluot, but it may rain. Pluot, it may rain. Okay. So look at heek. So look at it's. I have one for you. Yeah. Non ningit. Non ningit. No ningit. No ningit. No. No ningit. Uh, gratias deo. Thank God. Right. <laughs> no ningit. Uh, all right. Good. Good. Uh, anything? Oh, known as Kalada. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Known as Frigida. Known as Frigida. Oh, yeah. It's not cold out either. Nubila est. Nubila est hic, quoque. It's also cloudy here. Nubila est hic, quoque. Nubila est. Um, all right. Very good. Anything else? That's probably better. All right. I want to talk a little bit about principal parts because. Uh, we're going to be doing the perfect tense, which is the past tense, which describes completed action. And basically, if you see a verb in a sentence and it looks a tiny bit like a verb that you've seen before, but it doesn't look exactly like it, chances are it's in the perfect tense. For example, you know the word kurit means to run, but if you see kukurit, it looks a little different, but it's close enough. That's perfect tense. Um, if you see, you know, the word amat, he loves, but if you see amawit, it looks a little bit like amat, but a slight change. Uh, that's the perfect tense. So the best way to learn it, if you really want to learn it, is learn the principal parts. And the principal parts of Latin verbs, first principal part, you already know. I do something, present tense, amo, I love. Second principal part, you already know, ends in A-R-E or in some kind of R-E, it might be long E-R-E, it might be short E-R-E, et cetera. Amare, that's the infinitive, to love. Third principal part can be anything. In first conjugation, it's usually A-V-I, amawi, and it means I loved or I have loved. And then the last principal part is the partisloppel, and that's A-M-A-T-U-S, having been loved. Okay? And... All first conjugation verbs, with a few exceptions, go o are a we atus, like amo amare ama we amatus. I love to love. I have loved, or I loved having been loved. And in this, in these notes, I give you a test, like I would have given my students. I give you a verb and tell you to write the other principal parts of them. So you can take that for fun if you want to. Uh, just to check on yourself. Now, second conjugation. Remember, how do we know if a verb is second conjugation? What tells us that a verb is second conjugation? Long E. Long E-R-E -E in the infinitive. So second conjugations always have E-O, long E-R-E, -E, and then mostly U-I and I-T-U-S. So habeo, habere, habui, habitus. A lot of verbs are like that. Tereo, terere, terui, teritus. A lot of them are like that. They, they aren't all, but a lot of them are. 
Now, exceptions. Ubeo is a very common verb. It means to order. I don't know if we've ever had that verb or not, but it means to order. Ubeo, ubere, uci, usus. And that's why we're learning these principal parts. It's hard to guess. If you saw use it in a sentence, you might say, well, I've never seen that verb before. And you would think you haven't because it looks totally different. It's a little bit like in English. Go, if someone says, uh, I, you know, if someone says, uh, I walk or I walked, you can kind of figure that out. But if someone says, I go, but then I went, if you didn't know, go, went, gone, you'd be lost. You'd be lost. You couldn't do it. Um, then, so, so, you beo, you bere, you see, uses, and then, wideo is also irregular, wideo, widere, weedy, weesus. And if you remember, Wayne, Weedy, Wiki, you can remember that one. I saw. You do have a hand raised. Yes. Mary Carla, go ahead. I'm looking at, I'm sorry, I've got, I'm sick, so you have to bear with me. I'm looking at uh, the notes for 36, and it looks like for the infinitive, you have long I-R-E and not E-R-E. For which, for which one? The second conjugation. I'll bet you a dollar. Now, are you looking at 36? Yes. Let me see. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm still using. Uh, you know what? You're right. It should be E-R-E. I'll fix that today. <laughs> it, it should be E-R-E. Yes, it should, Carla. Thank you. Okay, yes, thank you're exactly you. correct. Yes, yeah, you're exactly correct. that out to you. And you know what? The Both those, all those are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them are. Yes, they are. And I don't know why, because this time I used... You know, that's weird. I used Microsoft uh, Word this time, but I copied it from my other file and probably maybe it was wrong last week. That's why we got such weird looking things last week. Anyway, okay, very good. Thank you. So it's long E-R-E and I'll, I'll resend them. Uh, I'll resend them uh, today. Or maybe not today, but we made, we made some, we made, we, we worked hard today, guys, here at Legate's uh, house. We made four, made three freezers of ice cream today. So we were, so maybe tomorrow I'll get them sent out. Um, we we're having a party on the 15th of August. And we were trying to get a little, little bit of a jump on it. Um, duco. Now, third conjugation, you just have to learn. You can't guess them. Duco, ducere, duxi, ductus. Who could guess duxi? But again, if you're reading along in a sentence and you see duxit, that's not terribly different from ducit. And you can probably guess it. Um, mito, mitere, misi, misis. That one's tricky because the third principal part has one S, but the fourth principal part has two S's, and that's a little bit tricky. Um, gemo, gemere, gemui, gemitus. That looks like a second conjugation verb, but it means to groan. I don't know if we've had that word or not. I think we did. And then kuro is a weird one. It, it reduplicates. It, it doubles the letter up. Kuro, kurure, kukuri, kursurus. And that's a Greek thing. In Greek, when they show the perfect tense, they reduplicate like that. There are about three verbs in Latin that do it like that. Um, and then you have reprehendo, which means to scold. I don't think we've had that word. But reprehendo, reprehendere, reprehendi, the perfect tense and the present tense of third person singular would be exactly the same. It would be no different. 
And then Copio, Copere, Capi, Coptus. Uh, Fakio, Fakere, Fakey, Fakus. Again, if you saw fake it, would you know that came from Fakit? Maybe you would. Maybe you wouldn't. And then the fourth conjugation, most of them do I-R-E, I-V-I, I-T-U-S, but Adwenio lengthens the E in the third principal part. So you say Adwenio, Adwenire, Adwaini. And so it lengthens. So anyway, try to learn those principal parts if you feel like it because they'll help you in doing the perfect tense and in recognizing the perfect tense.